Welcome to Humans of Twitter, a podcast where we discover the stories behind the people behind the Twitter accounts. People that are interesting, opinionated, and surprising. I'm your host, Steve Malk, and today I'm speaking with someone who describes themselves as model agent, cat lady, tough mudder, comic con attendee, steel saunders enthusiast. Humans of Twitter is their stories, in their words, in a little more than 140 characters. Please welcome today's edition to the Humans of Twitter list, Jacqueline Howe. Hi, everyone. Hello, Jackie. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm really good. I'll start with my first question. Uh-huh. In social settings, how do you introduce yourself? Oh, that's a really good question. I think I just say, hi, I'm Jackie. Nice to meet you. Well, that's good. But yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. And, and very playful. Uh, the social settings that you go to, and by social I don't mean just a casual hangout, but mm-hmm. where there are other people socially in the context. With your job, I would imagine that there are lots of social things you have to do and be at. Yes. What does that mean for you as a model agent? Oh, so many dinners, so many lunches. <coughs> and just this week, I actually... I <laughs> <laughs> yes. This week, actually, I called Steele and I was furious. Steele's my husband. Mm. and Which is why you're an enthusiast. Yes. Oh, exactly. oh, I love that you read that. I forgot that that was there. I think it's the most lovely way to oh. describe being into someone ever. It's really, <laughs> really cool. Well, do you know, actually, just quickly on that, the other day, I don't know why I was looking at my Twitter account. Maybe because you emailed me. Probably. And... I was like, oh, I haven't looked at that for a while. What's my picture? What does it say? And it had been cut short. Mm. Or I think it was my Instagram because I'd just copied the same thing. Yes. And the Steel Saunders enthusiast had gone. Oh. And whatever's before that, I think Comic-Con attendee, like it had been edited and it was just the first three. And I was with Steel when mm. I discovered it and I was very guilty. I don't know how that happened. Like it just was gone. So I yes. had to retype it in. I don't know if maybe it was a phone in the pocket or unlocked situation. But anyway, it was harrowing. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. So you were saying um, you're calling your husband. Yes, complaining because there's a lot of – it's very social. Mm -hmm. You need to build relationships, know your clients, you know. It's very salesy. Very Yes, lots of reaching out, getting Mm. to know you, which actually because I moved here for the job and didn't know anyone at the start was wonderful. It was like, oh, you know. I'm busy, I'm meeting people, I'm not at home watching mm. Netflix, which I thought I would be doing. Someone else is paying for dinner. Exactly. It's like, great, have another glass of wine. But it's become, you know, the more I'm here and the higher you go mm. and the more clients you have, the more dinners, the more lunches, yeah. everyone's busy. And it got to a point this week where I was going back and forth with this client that I really wanted to meet and they were only in town for a couple of days. Mm. And it got to a point where they were suggesting breakfast. And I was just like, "What? no, I'm Man. mortified. Every this, meal is taken care of. Yeah, but I can't. This I, I cannot let it seep yeah. into breakfast time. That was just like, I drew the line. I was like, oh, um, let's, let's see if I can rework a few other things. Let's make it lunch. Yes, I'll make your lunch times. Yeah, I think breakfast is a little invasive to me. My mm. morning time is... Do you have breakfast before you go to work or is it a, you know, I'll have it on the on the go or I've got to work and I've got my bowl and my uh, granola and whatever and I'm into it? I so desperately wish I was an organized morning person. <laughs> yes. But I'm one of those people, the alarm goes off, 
I panic. I press snooze. Yep. I roll over. I check my emails. I press snooze again. I run out of bed, run to the shower. I've got the coffee going. Yep. I'm feeding Jerry. I'm grabbing things like it's a whirlwind and I'm always late. I'm always running to my car, running into the office Jerry on the phone. Jerry is your cat. Oh, Jerry's my cat. Yep. I'm sorry. Yes. Not just some guy that Jerry. lives in your house. <laughs> when Steele's out of town. No, Jerry is Jerry the Persian. Named after Jerry Seinfeld, and he just moved here from Melbourne. That is so good. Yeah. So, I thought that was brilliant. And actually, Steele was contemplating this weekend because he flew with a pet service. Mm. They're called Jet Pets, but they run, they operate through Qantas. Yes. So I was talking to Steele because he travels back and forth from Melbourne to LA. Mm-hmm. As well. So I was like, hey, listen, just make sure, because I'm the organizer of the couple, you know. Yes. So I'm always like, are you collecting the points? Are you doing this? Are you turning in your receipts? Whatever. So I just said the other day, like, oh, these last, you know, you went to London two yeah, weeks yeah. ago. Now you're going home. Yes. Have you been turning in your points or putting your membership number so the points accrue, whatever? Yeah. And he was like, actually, I'm going to call Qantas. I think I can <gasps> accrue points, points Jerry. on Jerry's flight. He was like a first class pet traveler <laughs> he got like the uh, the high service or what at the optimal of course he did yeah yeah so i think Steele's going to try and accrue some points from jerry surely soon <laughs> to be jerry the star persian like th- this is a face that is built for advertising i know you're an I know. agent you're i know agent. people are hassling me about it but and one of my neighbors actually has a dog and a cat that she recently took to this open audition and it's it's to get them it's LA onto, people. Yeah. I know, right? It, it, she put them. It was to get them on the database mm-hmm. for the pet casting agencies, I guess. Yes. And so they went to the casting. I feel like it's not really a casting, and they're going to take anyone and anyone's money and take the pictures and say we'll call you, and then maybe you know one out of a hundred will get that. It's call. a scam. I feel like it, but maybe mm. I'm too cynical. So she was saying... Says the agent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she said she's going to give me the details and maybe Jerry should go. Yeah. Which I don't know if I want to delve into the world of, you know, being like a stage mum for my cat, but Steele's like, oh, the stories will be so good. You've got to do it. Yes. Yeah. Totally, yes. Yeah. So maybe we'll get him on the database and then I won't be too pushy. Look, worst case scenario, you pay some money, he's on a database yeah. and nothing happens. Yeah, but it's very cute. It's there, right? Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, you guys have two people in your family who are represented, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, but best case scenario becomes the, I have to now juggle my life of full-time job model agent <laughs> and mother slash deliverer of cat to yeah. set yeah. for thing. And then there's the inevitable, we have to get him groomed beforehand. Exactly. Jerry's packed on a few pounds, but it, you know, cut back on the tuna this week. Yeah, low carb for Jerry. Yeah. Bad news, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) So. That's crazy. (laughs) It's all happening. Now, can I, if you don't mind, Mm -hmm. ask about uh, long distance relationships? Because you and your wonderful now husband, it's only a recent addition for you guys. Mm -hmm. Are managing to not just do it like distance in a traditional sense, like where we live a couple of hours away and we might drive and see each other on the weekends. Yeah, you're a whole other continent. I know, and it's that's not even a recent thing. Like you were doing this before you got married. Yeah, it's this is year three, and 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 it didn't start out like this, did it? This is not like no, 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 no. So 
Yeah, the long distance started January 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 2014. Yeah. Sure, yeah, so I we're believe going into you. Year. I'm not going to say that I know because that sounds <laughs> no. stalkerish. Um, but we'd been together for, we've been together, I think it will be 12 years in January coming. Yes. So, yeah, we had like a solid. We were good. We knew we were yeah, locked yeah, yeah. in. There was no... Well, you have to be, right? Yeah. There was none of the drama that I think goes along with a lot of people that would choose to do it. And we're older. It's not like I'm 22 and there's cute so boys. So mature. You know, so... Yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't... It's. It depends on the day that you ask me. I'll tell yes. people, do it. It's, you know... It's it's not that bad. It strengthens the relationship. It gives you a new chapter. But then there's other days where I'm like, don't do it. It's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Well, you guys, let's reflect for a moment. It's mm-hmm. 2016. Yes. We have a number of technological things. Yes. That assist you with not only hearing but seeing each other. Exactly. For minimal cost. Mm-hmm. In that provided steel paid the Wi-Fi bill at home. Yes. And you've paid the, the, the cable bill here. You guys can You're FaceTime go, or yeah. Skype or whatever. Yeah. There's those things. Yeah. As opposed to, like if I think back to the start of my relationship with my wife, we had a long distance relationship where she lived in Armadale, or near Armadale uh-huh. in northern New South Wales, and I lived in Brisbane, yeah. and a six hour drive away. Yeah. And we saw each other, blah, 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 but talked almost every night and all of that sort of stuff. Um, we're amateurs compared to you guys. Well, I think it's still just as hard though. You didn't have the FaceTime. No, but like I said, we spent lots of time on the phone and stuff. Yeah. Um, You're right, everybody's situation is different, but I think that, and I may be overstating it, certainly the absence makes the heart grow fonder and those sorts of things. it really does. You would totally feel that. Um, It's just way more expensive for you guys to get to be in the same place together. And it's it's also that like, sometimes I think it's great because when Steel comes here or when I go home, the time that we have is so much more I don't know what the what the right charged isn't the right word but it's just like it's almost like you're on a holiday yeah because you're like oh we've only got two weeks this is so exciting we'll have dinner every night well, well everything would be well planned right yeah so because you're and also you're so excited and it's yes. such a thrill so they're everyday mundane which I think is important in a relationship too mm. to enjoy those yeah. boring parts of the day together yes the, it's just like times. It really, it's very magnified, very amplified because it's like, yeah, we've only got this amount of time, and oh my god, I'm so happy to see you, but you're going to leave soon. So it's like really bittersweet, but it's exciting. So it's like energizing almost because then he leaves, and we always have these dramatic like airport goodbyes, and oh, on the way yeah. home, I know it's awful. I always get Del Taco on the oh, way I home. Can- <laughs> <laughs> I'll get like three and eat them with extra cheese. But it's also really nice because Mm. I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's so nice to feel that upset about saying goodbye to someone. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, oh, I'm I'm so lucky that I have someone that I'm so upset to say goodbye to and so excited about the next time I see them. Yeah. And I think it it just adds like a new chapter because I feel like relationships are they're never easy. Yeah. Well, I mean they they're easy, but it's never something that you just ignore and it keeps going. You always have to work at it. Yeah. So I think adding like a new challenge and something new, mm-hmm. and it's working, makes it so much stronger. Well, 
Well, oh. that's cheesy, but you know. No, no, no. That's that's totally reasonable. And I'd love to know what you think. I've always, uh, not always thought. I had a, some very good guidance and, and counsel by some very wise people mm-hmm. um, early in my life that helped me understand that love, in and of itself, is a daily choice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to love anybody. That great, warm, fuzzy feeling that you have, yeah, is cool and very. Uh, important yeah. to the procreation process and all the rest of it. <laughs> um, but that ultimately, every morning when you get up, if you're in a relationship, you make a choice. I'm going to treat this person in a way that shows them that I love them yeah. or I'm not. Yeah. And uh, I, I would expect that for you guys, that's a heightened sense of experience because not only do I have to either make the effort to be in touch, whether it's a text or a yeah. blah, blah, blah. And well, you know, I'll set a text. That's not that much effort. Well, it is if you want to express to the person you care about, hey, I love you and I miss you. And even though I'm doing this thing and living this life, yeah. you're still a connected integral part of it for me. Yeah. But that when then we're together, it would be like intense, insane Good, yeah, and so much fun, and mm. but also like that you hear like a clock ticking the whole time too, oh, which is imagine. kind of because sometimes we'll fight when he comes and not out. Not just here. your biological one. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> sometimes he'll come out here and we'll fight, which is mm. my fault because I'll try to put too much into a day. Rubbish. Keep what? talking. <laughs> but I'll be like, we've got to do this, and we've got to do this, and we wanted to have like a perfect example. Of this one time, I was like. Taking him to the airport that night. It's always mm. the night flight. Sure. So it was our last Sunday. Welcome to Australia. Flying back yeah. to Australia from LA, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, we had that classic, I have severe anxiety that is leaving. Mm. So I overplan the entire day and then yep. panic when it doesn't go to schedule. So rather than just laying in bed, having a lazy coffee, yep. Chill. chilling, doing nothing really, but just being together, I was like, okay. So we're going to get up, we're going to go hiking, then we're going to get smoothies, we're going to go to this bookstore that we love, we're going to go to lunch, but you know, their breakfast menu ends at this time and we want to have mimosas, so we have to go this time, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So I jam-packed this day, we woke up tired, but I was like the like drill sergeant, get up quick, shower, blah, 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 we're going to do this, we're going to do this. So we go hiking and I'm checking the clock the whole time, we're running out of time, so we're like... I have shin splints. We don't enjoy the hike. We're like rushing through it because I'm like, quick, the mimosas end. We get to the mimosas. We have half an hour. I'm guzzling them. I barely spoke to him all day because the whole day I was like, okay, 12 o'clock. We've got to be here. We've got to do this, blah, 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 blah. So you have to also let go of that panic of trying to do everything together and just like we should just be together like we would be at home if there wasn't a clock ticking that you were taking a flight and then I'm not going to see you for six months. So that's hard to balance too because I get yeah. paranoid like, oh, we have limited time together so we need to have dinner every night. Mm. And yeah. And also too, it's like like how you said you need to make sure you have the effort to text and whatever. Mm. It doesn't – it never gets to that. Like every day something will happen and yeah. I'll just naturally text Steele and yes. be like, oh my God, this happened, blah, blah, blah. Like that you get so deep into having this person that lives in your phone that you're reporting in on all the time, yes. you know. Mm. But it definitely, it definitely does get hard when you think, oh my God, we're in totally different directions. Like I remember he bought a new couch for our apartment in Melbourne yes. and that it was a really nice couch, yeah. but it sent me on a tailspin because to me that symbolized his life 
getting settled there and yeah. I was buying a couch here and I was oh. like, no, we're both buying separate couches in separate places. This is We need like to buy the same couch. In the same place, you know, the mm. symbolism of that just like messes with your head sometimes. Sure. Yeah. But he seems to he's a lot calmer than me. He's a boy, so he just puts it all in a box and buries it. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to explode. Not not all boys are like that, but I hear that. Boys <laughs> generally them. boys generally Yeah. I know I shouldn't generalize actually, but Well no, boys will compartmentalise, there's no question. Mm. Um it, I'm I'm intrigued. You mentioned before and I, I rudely interrupted that, you know, last week we had it's a fight podcast. and it was my you fault. Can do what you want. <laughs> no, it's it's about you, Jack. <laughs> you said it was my fault. I'm always intrigued with long distance relationship uh-huh. people. In how they handle conflict resolution. Because uh-huh. conflict will appear. There is no yeah. ifs and buts. You're two people, yeah. It's always yeah. going to happen. How do you guys deal with that? Because in the old days, but it's so frustrating and I'm, I'm finding it hard to communicate with you and clack, yeah. hang down the phone. Yeah, and now you just press you don't the button. Have, you press a button. It's not a soothing. And throw the phone. Yeah. Yes. So you hope you've got a really good case. <laughs> um, how do you deal with that? Well, Jen, we haven't... We haven't had like, you know, people, oh, couples have those big fights and they won't talk for days and it's like. I well, hear that they happen, yes. We, yeah. <laughs> I cave. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> I'm the one that caves. It's no, no, I'm the, I'm the peacemaker. No. Well, I, I guess we don't, if we do fight, it'll be something petty like me pushing us to go on a hike because I want to have, you know, it's just like. For the mimosas, hurry up. Yeah, before there's never, you know, obviously as a couple you have like growing pains as your sure. like, lives are, what are we doing? What's happening? Are mm. we saving enough money? Are we going to get a house? What are we going to do? Are we going to have kids? I don't know. Yep. So stuff like that. Can the kids be the house? Yeah. <laughs> are they allowed to play with the Star Wars toys? Ooh. No. Okay. Well, what's going to happen? No. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so there's always like, I don't know. I feel like we're very good about it. Mm. I often, my mind goes a hundred miles an hour and yes. feels very calm. And I'm very aware that I'm always like, list making and stressing and we're just very opposite like yeah. he but which works yeah so generally if we have an argument we'll sort of peter out and no we don't really yell and scream at all but generally it will result in i will send an email saying just because it's i need to think through through sure. things i'm someone that's like I can't have a fight with someone because in the moment I don't even know why I'm angry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I need to go away, think about it, yep. process it, list it, come yep. back and say this is it, and then it goes from there. But it's not like he'll then respond like, well, what I think is this. Passive aggressive something, something. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'll be very like, this is what I'm feeling. I'm really sorry. I feel really bad, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll talk about it. It's not like yes. he'll email back like point A and sure. when you said this. So it's just, it, that, but that's probably just me being crazy, but I just have to get it out mm. and look at it and then talk about it. But it, generally we don't fight. Well, it'll just be bickering, like, are you listening to me? Like, what are you doing? Like, I can see you, you know, when you're on FaceTime talking. It's like, I can see that your eyes are looking at something else. What are you doing? It's like, oh, sorry, I'm just doing this. Or I hear the clickety-clack of the keyboard and all those things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'll be driving too and talking and then, yeah, you just, you know when someone, you don't have someone's full attention. But I think we're also used to that too, knowing that, yeah, when I'm leaving work and I'm excited and I'm chatty. Mm-hmm. He's probably at his desk mm. with hours to go, or it could be the opposite where he'll call me and I'll be at my desk and 
I'm in work mode and I'm irritated and I don't have time to talk. So yes, I'll, we sort of almost recognize it. Like I'll call him and I'll hear the hello and I'll go, oh, you can't talk, can you? And he'll be like, yeah. no. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. And then he'll call me. I'll be like, hey. And he's like, oh, okay, you're at work. Call me later. Okay, bye. <laughs> like you can just hear it. Yes. Rather than I think maybe that's where some people go wrong because it's yeah. like, well, you didn't want to talk to me earlier when I called you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because you have to know that you're on completely different schedules. Yeah. Where, as, you know, woman whose loved one is away mm-hmm. elsewhere, though you have the cat, so, you know, at yeah. least if the divorce happens, <laughs> possession's nine-tenths. Um, well, actually, now that Jerry's here, I think Steele's going to be much quicker to move. Oh, yeah. Which I he gets mad so. whenever I say that, but I'm like... Come on, you know it's true. He's super in love with a cat. He is. Which is delightful. I think it's spectacular. Oh. It's, Smitten is not even close to describing how he is. Oh, my Jerry. God. No, it's it's outrageous. Like yesterday we were chatting and he was, he'll be mad at me for this, but we were FaceTiming and I was like folding clothes and just chatting and yeah. going about my thing. And I noticed he was like doing something else. I'm like, oh, that's fine. He's got stuff to sure. do. But then I brought Jerry in front of the camera. Stopped. 100% full attention. Looking at Jerry, chatting to Jerry, I was like, oh, that, that must be nice to have that kind of attention from your husband. <laughs> well, you have to have to remember that Jerry and he, they're tight, man. They've yeah. spent a lot of time together I know. without you because yeah. of the distance. And there would be an amount, I'm sure, of separation anxiety mm. involved in that for him. Not least of which because he it's his cat, your cat. You yeah. Know, you, and he cares for and loves very much. Yeah. In the same way that he would care for you in the same, you know, like those fresh, the fresh time, not long after you moved, 100%, I'm here, what are we talking about, Jackie? Mm, it's happening. Yeah. Now it's like well, we've worked out our normal. Exactly. So I think it's, yeah, he's going to have a tough couple of weeks because it's his first trip back without Jerry. Oh, of course, mm. yeah. Welcome to the Jackie and Steve Talk About Steel podcast. I know, sorry, Steel. That's all right. He, well, he'll get his chance for a return serve when he wants to sit down with me. <laughs> Where do you find your peace, Jack? My peace? Mm. I don't know if I ever find my peace. I feel like I'm constantly, I don't know, maybe like, mm, I don't know. I feel like I'm generally always very happy, but I'm always in my head. Stuff going on. Yeah, just like listing and like, oh, what do I have to do next? And what's coming up? And tomorrow I've got to do this, so I better do this first. And Like I'm very... Yeah, I'm always, I don't think I ever, like, even if I'll do a yoga class or go hiking and be very LA, I'll still be like, yes. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think I ever have peace, but I'm like, that's fine. Sure. I'm not a peaceful person. I'm like a very, I'm always in my head. Mm. But I would expect, and, mm. and please do correct me, that there will be times where you may still be well in your head, mm. but that you're. You know, I'm slowing down or I'm having that moment where I'm just, you know, kicking on the couch, just being just being Jackie. Yeah. I may be processing things or preparing things or whatever. Yeah. But that I'm just, I'm still or I'm slow as opposed to, you know, the, fren- the frenetic of exercise or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I've got to go over here and do this now and I'm driving and I'm doing the stuffs. Um, I do love the morning, like, coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, actually, because I always, like, get up as a whirlwind, too. <laughs> I don't feel like I ever have peaceful moments. That's one thing I always do say to people, like, 
the time here has gone so fast because it's like one thing to the next, to the yeah. next, to the next. And I look after so many people. I, I'm always, I always need to be able to be reached. Sure. So even if you go for a hike and you lose service and you're away for an hour and a half, I'm like, oh, better get back down. Like bit someone an, might be trying to call me. Yep. Yeah. So I don't feel, Steele and I are planning a trip at the end of the year and it's over Christmas where not a lot goes on in mm. my work world. And I feel like then I'll be peaceful because I can turn my phone off. But I think my, I think I don't have any peace, but I'm, that I think that's just how I am. I think yeah. I'll always be like, yeah, I think I'll always be frantic. Because I think even if I'm peaceful, then I'm worried. Why am I like calm? Shouldn't I be worried about something? Something. What if I be... missed? Yeah, because that's yeah. what. Yeah, I'm very much like that. Where everything's going really well. Like, oh Jesus! Like, if I've forgotten something, what's going yes. on? Maybe I should be worried about something. Like, is it bad that I'm not worrying? Mm. Yeah, is that bad? No, I think it's. I think it's not I if you're really... comfortable and well within yourself about it. Mm. You know, if people were. And I use anxiety specifically, yeah. anxious about things all the time and just, oh, you know, like it's a bother and it's a worry. Yeah. Then I, I think at that point it's, well, I need to realign yeah. how my life functions. But if it's, no, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm I think just, I just operate wheels at always that. turning. Mm. That's cool. Mm. Maybe when I'm like looking forward to like, oh, yes, we're going to go out for lunch and we're going to have burgers and we're mm. going to do this. That's like, yeah, I'm generally happy. I'm just always busy in my head. Yes. Maybe in a bath. I like to have a bath. Baths are good. Yeah. You do live in the drought capital of California, though. I know. I haven't had one in a while, actually. Just saying. (laughs) Well, we're we're podcasting in the most famous podcasting apartment uh, in Australia and America right now. It's a very nice apartment, too. And I was surprised... Like mm-hmm. acknowledging LA's in drought and everyone's worried about the water and there's fires and all those sorts of things. It seriously takes almost 10 minutes to get hot water through oh. the pipes. Really? Like I'll turn on the shower yeah. and come back in five to eight. Oh, it's just starting to warm up. Oh, that's surprising. That might be a building thing. I live in a very old building and it's immediately hot, <laughs> like scalding. <laughs> it's also yellow and brown for the first Ooh. 20 yeah. Ugh. Old pipes. Mm. But, you know, they're waiting for someone to come and buy out the land underneath them and push it over and put in a 20-storey apartment. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sad. Well, but yes, unless you've got the opportunity to live in it. I like, I ve- like, I love this apartment. I would move in here in a heartbeat. But I also have, I'm very obsessed with the old build. There's so yes. many beautiful old Art Deco buildings here. Mm, the architecture is incredible. Yeah, so I kind of put up with the... Not My apartment's not mouldy but it's not like... It's not like fresh mm. with a slick cone of paint like this. There's, there's obviously like 500 coats of paint from years of people living in there and it's cracked and you can see through to like the sixth layer. And and if you sand back too many, there's lead and we don't want to talk about that. And exactly. I definitely had to sign something about the lead on my lease. Really? Yeah, there was something about... Oh, it was a while ago now. But I remember being panicked when I was when I first moved here and sure. reading through the leases. There were certain things you had to sign off about the lead, asbestos and something else. And I was like, what? Really? They're, <laughs> they're just letting people move in? It wasn't like there is lead in this building. Mm. You Moving into a building of built in this year, you are 
acknowledging that you are aware that there may be, like, you know, very careful wording. So if there is lead, I'm yeah. not suing or I'm not getting away with it, oh, you know? America, the land of litigious Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. So every, every decision I make here, I'm paranoid because they give you the contract to sign and there's so many, like, yep. if this happens, if this happens, if this happens, if this happens, you're, like, waiving the right to sue. <laughs> so I'm always like, do I really need to be worried about this or are they overly paranoid? Surely some of the events that you attend almost need the same kind of disclaimers because some of those people oh, are yeah. so pretty that you would have to sign something to say, attending this event, you may become pregnant. <laughs> just by being there Like not because of any kind of touching <laughs> Just I walked into a room and oh, my ovaries Oh my god, yeah Like they're so pretty, Jack Oh, it's like the, yeah, Steel always says Like we're at the good looking Olympics <laughs> It's actually, and I was talking to someone the other day We were at a birthday party And it was another agent's birthday party And agents jump around a lot here So mm-hmm. generally there'll be ten of you And, you know, everyone's worked at three different agencies. I'm yep. a bit of an anomaly because I'm on a visa. I can't hop around. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were they were from another agency and they were talking about, I think they were from Florida or so. They were from another state. Yeah. And every time they go home to their parents, their parents are always freaking out like, oh, my God, you look so healthy. You're so in shape. You're gorgeous. You're this, you're that. And he was like... I never think of myself as good looking or in shape or even a two, you know, because first of all, you live in LA, but then second of all, you represent like the cream of the crop models and you're surrounded by them all the time. So you just have this mindset that you're just a regular average person. And he's like, but then I go back home and I'm amongst the regular population and my parents and everyone freaks out about how well I look and I think okay maybe I'm an eight things aren't that bad and I was oh, like that's so maybe true. I'm an eight. <laughs> gosh yeah and he is like a good looking guy like by mm. regular standards you'd see him and be like oh is that guy a model but then when you're in the modeling world and you're in LA it's like oh he, he's probably an agent like he's not wow isn't that horrible but it's I mean, we aren't. You're right. In in the model world, right? we're not just talking about people who go and stand on stage and act and or in front of a camera, where you can be incredibly beautiful, or you can be quirky because you've got a mm-hmm. thing or something, something, or your nose can be broken, but that's okay. Yeah. Because um, you know, you're just representing people. You're a dude, right? Yeah. Um, we're talking about people who are so genetically flawless oh, that yeah. even once the photo's taken, they still ramp in the thing and let's make that more of a V and let's, you know, make your thigh gap a little bit better and all, mm. all of the things. And these are people who are perfect walking down the street. It's outrageous. Like I don't, I don't, the, is your life really like the TV show Models Inc.? Like is it that <gasps> crazy? Oh, I used to love that show. Oh my God. I've been wanting to rewatch that for a while actually and Steele and I could not find it. I sort of gave up. It was maybe a year or two ago. I'm pretty sure Julian McMahon has had every copy burned. Oh, God, it was so good, though. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to track down. I don't think it's available on DVD. It was a spin-off Melrose, wasn't it? I think so. I think, like, one of the characters went to work there or was represented. Probably. Because Melrose and Beverly Hills crossed. Yes. And then I probably think... Probably at the Grove. They probably crossed over the Grove. Anyway, sorry. I fe- <laughs> no, I feel like they... I actually think it was, no kidding, at the Beverly Centre. Of course it the, was. Yeah, because I think Kelly like pulls up in her like red BMW and Dilla, she meets up with um Jake. Of course she did. Oh, of he course was she so did. So handsome. Oh. He was like the older guy. I had such a crush on Courtney Thorne Smith. 
Oh, you did? Oh, the worst way. Like, like, I, I feel like she has a bit of a square jaw. Tuesday night was Melrose night, right? Yeah. This as well as at uni. Did, did not miss it. Did oh. not miss an episode. I miss that. I miss watching TV shows like that where week to week you get so excited and yeah. it's coming and you discuss it and you think about it. You ingest, like you, it's all you think about all week. And then when it comes, you're so excited. You mm. sit down, you watch it. The ad breaks come. You're yeah. like, oh, quick toilet break, make another Milo or yeah. whatever you're doing. But now I'll sit down. Like I watched Stranger Things recently, which is sure. eight episodes, obsessed. Netflix in, kids, get on it. Oh, in two days. Yep. And now I'm listening. There's a podcast where they go of through. Of course there is. Of course there is. And I'm like, half the stuff they're talking about, it's like I never watched the show. I'm like, I don't remember that. What are they talking about? Yeah. And I definitely watched it without other distractions. You know, there's some shows you'll watch with your phone. Mm. and what, But this one I watched. It's and too I, good, isn't it? You just oh have God, to sit down undistracted to watch it. Yeah. It's so good. But it's also the way that I watched it, I feel like I would have retained so much more. And this is such a, I'm sure people talk about this all the time, but if I had have watched it week to week yes. and spent that time thinking about it and anticipating it, I would remember everything. I'd be quoting it. Now, I probably can't even, to- I can't. I don't know the characters' names. I know Eleven. And then I know Mike, <laughs> yes. maybe. Yeah. This isn't a test. I know, but I'm testing myself. I'm irritated that I don't. The chubby kid with the teeth, no teeth. What's his name? I can't tell you. I can't. I've got, I've got other shows bumping in front of Stranger Things that I can't now recall. Yeah. But isn't that terrible? Yeah. I've watched it twice over. I'm listening to the podcast. Four main characters. I named two. But that's that's the nature of the world we live in from a television point of view, right? Everything is on demand. DVR, catch up. Yeah. You know, it's a rarity. Not just uh, Australia, America. It's a rarity for people to sit down and go, I'm going to watch the latest episode of Insert Show here mm. because life is busy and we've now reset our expectations yeah. around, well, I can bank it and watch it later. You know, I can bang it on the DVR or it'll record it for me and I can check it or I can jump on Netflix and watch a couple more episodes when I'm ready or yeah. whatever the show is that, that has me entranced right now. The yeah. last show... Right, well, the last two shows that probably had me week to week, I'm so hotly anticipating what's happening, um, would have been season one of Unreal. Oh, I didn't um, watch that. Sister. I'll Should I? Yes. I'll, we'll talk in a second, yes. Okay. Uh, it was Unreal. Uh, the Walking Dead still has me doing that. Yeah. Uh, but probably Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Which was just... you because, Phenomenal. Yeah, in Australia and like in America, it was a week to week show. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think Justin Hamilton talks about it, that that's the best thing for a show like that because there's so much to it. You know, people that then, well, I'll wait till the season's done and I'll get it on the thing and I'll binge it. Well, you can, You're but not I think get you as much totally miss so many, mm-hmm. so many delightful nuances and moments and yeah. things that if you just bang it through, you won't remember that the watch that Walt puts on the phone box, you know, uh, towards the end of the final season was yes. actually the watch that he got... In episode one, uh, blah, blah, blah. And having those moments where you click. Yeah. You could be just walking down the street. It's so satisfying. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, I just, Mm. of course. And then you're even waiting more for the next episode. And you're so proud of yourself and you talk to friends and. That's it, right? It, It would be like if these days we could say, right, hey, group of friends. Netflix has just dropped this thing called Stranger Things. Everyone's buzzing about it. Mm. Let's watch an episode. And then have coffee and talk about it. Yes. Let's not watch episodes two, three, four, five. Let's just watch one. Yeah. 
and talk about it. Yeah. And then in a couple of days, let's watch episode two and arrange to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that the the true social nature of TV has been lost. It has. Now it's Because very... we're either staring at a screen, tweeting about it, wanting to get the funny or the, yeah. oh my God, the big, oh, you know, that thing. Yeah. Or we're binging it and just it's passing us by. Yeah. Oh, it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sad. I know. Don't make me sad. I am going to go home and renew my search for Models, Inc. You should. Yeah. Particularly because you're living it. How many seasons was that? I don't think it went very well, actually. No, I'm fairly confident it didn't go well. Um, I'm going to say three, but I think that could be wrong. Because even that sounds like a lot. Well, hang on. I have the internet. Let's let's do something. Models. I remember they were in the flat iron building and when I first went to New York. Yep. Had to go and look. Had to pay homage. Thrilled to say it. Thrilled. And, And the best part is that the Flatiron building overlooking the park that has Shake Shack in it. It does? Mm-mm, oh. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I thought that Models Inc. had two or three. Yes. How many do you think it had? I feel like even it could just be one. <sighs> Congratulations, oh, Jack. Yes. One whole season. See, that's why I'm a model agent. But, I know things like this. Yes, you do know things. <laughs> the catch is mm-hmm. there were 29 episodes. In that one season. I was going to say, I honestly was going to say, I feel like it was one of those seasons that went for like, I was going to say maybe 18, 19. The 94, 95 television season it oh. aired in. So it's just, oh, it's old, 20 years old, oh, 21 years old. Stop it. 22, I guess. Um, but it starred Linda Gray, Brian Gaskell, Cassidy Ray, Kylie Travis, Stephanie Romanov. Oh, um, she was such a babe. played two characters. Um, Carrie Ann Moss, Carrie Trinity. Moss. Oh, I don't know her. Should I? Have you seen The Matrix? Oh, are you going to hate me if I'm not that into it? That's okay. <laughs> well, you don't have to be into it, but she yeah. was the girl in The Matrix. She was the okay, one that I Neo know who she is. had to say. I saw the first one and then I think... Cameron Daddo. Yes. David Goldsmith, Teresa Hill. A Daddo. People, people. Uh, Emma Sams, who is Grayson Loud of the Scheming Sociopath, English <laughs> ex-wife of Adam Louder. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, wait. The last episode of the series ended with a cliffhanger, leaving the series open. Years later, E! Entertainment aired the entire series, <gasps> along with an alternate ending which tied up loose ends except Carrie's abduction. Really? Apparently. That's according to Wikipedia. Oh, I've got a long day ahead of me. How many episodes? 23? 29. Oh, 29. Shit. Well, this okay. is the thing. We're used to 13 episode series, mm-hmm. 10 episode series. Yeah. 29. One season. That's insane. That's, that's what a What are they, 40 minute episodes? Well, they would be, yeah, 48 ish. Because well, yeah, they were yeah, yeah. primetime, you know, mm-hmm. television. So there's ads. God. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I was going to ask this question. I don't think of it. What TV show would you like to star in, Miss Models, Inc.? Oh. Um, what, what TV show would you star in, given the chance now? You're, you're in LA. Hey, Jackie, we, we've got a part. We want you to come and be involved. Oh, I so want to be a cartoon character. I want to be an, an animated character. Uh, in anything specific existing or just given the chance, I'll do a voice. Oh, can I make my own show? Please. Oh, well, I would just like my, my life in a cartoon. Like imagine a little Jerry... Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, actually... James Fosdyke, get on it. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, I don't know what show I would want to be in. It's always just the the show that I'm into at the time. Mm. What else am I watching now? I'm watching Stranger Things. Well, I've watched Stranger Things. 
I'm watching New Girl just because I never watched it the mm. first time around. Are you enjoying it? Uh, it's something that I have on while I'm doing other stuff. You are hate watching it. Can't, well, I love Zoe Deschanel though. Mm. She's really cute. Loved ever since Bad Santa. Not Bad Santa, Elf. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was like, Elf. wait. Yeah, she's oh. so cute. I'm not hate watching it. And the guy, I really love the guy, uh, Jake. Um, yeah, Jake's the plays everyman. Nick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really funny and he's like kind of hot. Mm. I like his Chicago accent. But anyway, I there's no show that I would want to be in. I never want to be in front of the camera. I'm almost mortified having my voice on this now, which is why I would pick animation because I'm very... I don't want yep. anyone looking at me. I don't want to see pictures of me. If I'm a cartoon character, I can mm. handle that. And then I can, I don't have to look a certain way. I don't have to be on camera. It's just my voice. Well, you're used to being the power behind the throne, right? Yeah. You're the one that says, yeah, you know, I'll book Giselle, I'll come. She'll be there. You need to have this. <laughs> this needs to happen. Yeah. I just want to be behind the scenes. Mm. Yeah. So my show would be a cartoon. About your life featuring a cat called Jerry. Yeah. I think and so. But wait, what was the question? Husband. Where were we go? I've, I've lost track. Oh, the question I was, was just what watching. show would you be in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I would have an animated series. That'd be cool. Jackie in LA. Yeah. And have the little theme song with the montage at the start. Like, everyone does that. Yeah. You know, you're driving to work and a song new light comes on. You're like, oh, if I had a show, this would so be my moment where I, you know, I'm driving. There's palm trees in the window, like yep. in the reflection. I've got my sunglasses on. Speed off the coffee cup flies out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Mm. Run in or sort of all haggard. The desk's a mess. Yeah, it would be Papers like the cheesy down. sort of 80s, 90s sitcom mm. feeling. Just rewrite the opening song. Where you're a song. mess. You know? Rewrite the opening song to The Nanny. Yeah. But make it about Jackie. <laughs> oh, my God. That show. I used to watch that. I used to hate watch. For oh, yeah. sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm not even going to do the accent. Or, even or, better, yeah. let's um, license... Um, happy, you know, because I'm happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm Jackie. Oh, that's not bad. You know, we just get a 30-second grab of that, uh-huh. rewrite it, <laughs> lyrics, do the Sherwood Schwartz thing where the intro <laughs> defines, exp- sets up the entire show, uh-huh. sets up the, the series concept, yeah. and then the show happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. I would want something like The Simpsons too, though, where something different happens in the start of Some everyone. moment, yes. Yeah, so it's like a collect them all, yep. you know. So it could be that when you drive along, the first episode is the palm trees of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Next episode, it's some other thing in the reflection. It could be a homeless bum. Mm. Next episode, it's something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There has to be those yeah, those Easter eggs there for fans. Yes. Fans of the series. Yes. Love so it, it would be very layered. Oh, please. Mm. This is a thinking person's animation. Exactly. It's an adult cartoon. It would be like on Adult Swim. Yeah. I'm down with that. Mm. What are you going to achieve in the next 12 months? Oh. Um, Apart from your first wedding anniversary. Yes. Coming up, mm. we actually only just looked at our photos and video when Steele was here last week, which was really nice. The year's really flying by. Um, I did write resolutions this year, actually. I don't know what happened to them. But you they're always, them. they're always, I what? You filed them somewhere. I Important. filed, I filed and failed. Under alpha resolution. <laughs> they're always just like very attainable things like, oh, I want to do yoga twice a week and make sure. sure I save this amount of money and get, I really don't know. None of which are like, happening. Mm, some of them are. Okay, feel, that's good. I feel like 
by the next 12 months or the end of this year? In the next 12 months. So that would include the end of this year. Mm. I feel like I would like to have a plan of what I'm doing in the next 12 months. <laughs> yes. In the next 12 months. Sure. I'd like to get as far as knowing what I want because I feel like yeah. it changes every day, you know? Mm. I understand that. Yeah. So I would, yeah, in the next 12 months, I would like to have a plan and be on track for the next 12 months. <laughs> Instead of just like flailing out of bed in the morning and rushing from yeah. thing to thing and then going, oh my God, six months is just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to have a plan. That'd be good. Plans are important. Yeah. And for someone like yourself, Jackie, who is very planful, mm. that would be, I'm sure, you know, de rigueur. I need to have this all going to sort it, but we know that this is happening. That's how it works. Mm. Done. What about you? I feel like we need to talk about you. That's a whole other podcast. We're not allowed to do that, are we? We can, but that's a whole other podcast. Oh. What's your next 12 months? I'll tell you on the other podcast. Oh, okay. What's the other podcast? Oh, probably the navel-gazing episode where <laughs> I allow past guests and people who all 10 of the people who listen to send in questions to ask me that I'll then answer. Yeah, people want to know their host. Sure. And also I feel selfish sitting here just talking about myself. Oh, but that's the trick, right? Because I'm mm. such a, a big personality and... People already know so much about stupid me. Yeah, okay. The idea, the discipline behind this podcast is that I'm meant to stop and let you talk. <laughs> you tone it down. But even in the last 40 minutes that we've had this discussion, I've interrupted you and told you crap that is about me. That's, you know, it's about you, Jack. You're important. Okay. Hey, Jackie. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. This was so fun. I was really stressed about it. You shouldn't have been. Well, I... I in the nature of what we've learned about you in the past 40 minutes, I can understand why you were. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. It's not like I sent you the pre-submitted list of questions so that you could prepare and these are the, only the questions I can ask. And, yeah, yeah. And that's oh, I remember what I was going to say now. When Please. you ask, can I go back? Yes. It just came to me when you said the pre-list of questions. Mm. So when you asked about the TV show. Yes. And I said I would want to be animated and you said what would that show be like? Anyway... When I first moved here, within mm. the first week at the agency I worked at, mm. I got pulled into a meeting with um, my, the owner of my show, uh, my show, sorry, the agency, yes. um, and a couple of other select agents. Like there's maybe 30, there's a few different divisions, women's, yep. men's, kids, talent, whatever. Cats. Runway. Cat, well, Cats, Jerry's going to be heading that division. We're working towards it. Good. Um, but... Yeah, got pulled into a meeting. They basically selected an agent from each division. And we had this meeting where it was like, you know, we're going to be taking some uh, screen tests. The mm. screen tests. We're going to be in the studios upstairs. We've got a film crew. We're putting together a pilot. Nice. There's going to be an LA Models It is the real life models in. show. And yep. Gene Simmons, who is like very good friends with my boss. Mm. I don't know how that connection is, was the backer. And yeah. he was like, this was going to be his show and it was going to be about LA models. And be on True TV or TLC or something, something. Well, I think they were doing, honestly, my knowledge of how the path of the TV shows is mm. quite weak. But I think they put together, this wasn't the pilot yet. It was like this, uh, what do you call it? This, not the screener, the sizzle, the sizzle yes. reel to then see if there was interest to do the pilot, do the pilot. and who was yep. going to purchase it. So I had to... I was chosen. Obviously, I was new here, mm. wanting to please everybody and do the right thing and not get sent home. Girlfriend, you're the new kid with an accent that isn't American. 
I was, yeah, so I was one of the selected agents. That is much an, to an my easy horror. seven, even in LA. Oh. Right? It's, there, there are, it's, you are the dessert choice as to why you'd be involved in that. Yeah. So it was, I was the next week, it was like calling mum, like, oh, I've got a, you know, I've been here a week. Yeah. I've got a screen test. They're doing a reality show. Mum's like, oh my God, you moved to Hollywood. You're going to be a star. I was mortified. So I had to go upstairs and they had this like, it was the classic, you know, when you watch a reality show and they introduce the characters and they're yes. in a, a white studio room sitting on the, like the deck chair, like the yep. director's sort of chair with yes. their legs crossed. Yep. The name on the back. Oh, it was awful. And they just asked questions and I was, my boss was in the room and mm-hmm. I was just so aware, the one that I was on camera to mm-hmm. that my new boss was, you know, obviously I felt like, um, dissecting every word, you know, like, was this a good decision hiring her? Should we yeah. send her home? Yes. She's going to be terrible on the show. <laughs> so anyway, I'd, I think this, I don't know what's, they don't really tell us what's going on, but every now and then the cameras would come through the office and we'd just get a morning like 9am. Cameras will be here today, tidy your desks, watch your language. Brush you your know. Hair. Yeah, just all that kind of stuff. So I would always be aware of when they were coming. I had where my desk was situated. We have like glass doors from the lobby so I can see through. Sure. I would see them coming. I'd be like, okay, perfect. Grab my phone, which I can email, work from that. Yep. And then you can do a loop of the office and go back out the front. Yep. And then there's like the bathrooms and the the conference room. So I would see them coming, stand up looking panicked like I had a very important phone call, loop the desks and then work from the toilets for the next hour until someone would email me and say, okay, the cameras are gone. So then I'm probably going to be the character where it's like, Jackie was flown over from Australia, but doesn't seem to be pulling her weight. Never at her desk, never working. Oh, no, no. Jackie was flown over from Australia, but we can never find her. (laughs) She's never here. Total bludger. So yeah, that's also why I would be the animated character because I was like, oh, I, I cannot be in front of the camera. Yeah, well, you've got to have that moment where you jump in the air, freeze, your legs start spinning like you're going to run with <laughs> Don. Yeah, yeah. And then you take off, right? And then you're out. Yeah, check it. And there's like that smoke yeah. silhouette of you yeah. that slowly fades. Yeah. Because, yeah, Jackie saw the cameras. Oh, it was horrible. And Steele was here at the time and he was like, what? Oh my God, this is my big chance. Can't you have them like write in a storyline where it's like, the busy day at the agency, Jackie's boyfriend from Australia comes in. I and then that. he thought he was going to be like really banging up his Aussie accent. Like, g'day guys, how you doing? G'day on? love, what's happening? Yeah, Grouse. taking the missus out for lunch. And- yeah, go to the footy. <laughs> yeah, so that was possibly going to be a show that I was going to be on basically against my will, but I don't know what's happened to I'm it. I'm loving that the show is at your work and you're kind of co-opted into it and Steele's like, this is my big chance. Yeah. He was like, I can't believe you because I, I was like, I'm just going to talk to my boss and see maybe I don't have to do this green test. I'm so uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. And he was like, what are you, crazy? <laughs> this is all I've ever wanted. <laughs> I didn't sleep the night before. I was sick about it. Oh, I can imagine. Awful. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. A, a huge desire to be needed. Yeah. Yeah. To anyway, sorry, I feel like I cut in with a new story when you were wrapping up. That's but. all right. All, all I was going to say <laughs> is please know the things that you said are very special and Aww. you're highly valued. Aw. Thank thanks. you. Thanks. You're valued too. This was fun. Thank you, dude. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, very clearly, you are a person who occasionally tweets. Are there other social accounts you want people to know about? Um, 
I felt guilty coming on this actually because I recently had a fit of paranoia and deleted a couple years worth of tweets. <laughs> Because I started, you know, mid-20s on Twitter mm. and I guess there was a lot of drunken like, oh, KFC's closed, I'm upset kind mm. of things. And I was like, oh. Here's the photo of me and my besties. I'm a big nut out. Yeah, we're wasted. So I was like, oh, I just don't want my boss coming. You know, it's just I don't want clients or anyone seeing it. So now my Twitter's very – Professional. It's very stripped back. It doesn't mm. have a lot. But I ha- also have Instagram. Solid Instagram. Solid Instagram. I well, do, you think? Well, because have a look at it, right? You're attending breakfasts and lunches and dinners and parties <laughs> and things. And uh, it was a delight, I do have to say, that with the most recent visit of your husband, mm-hmm. that you took him to at least one amazing, you know, model-filled party. Oh, he went to a couple, actually. And, well, yeah. some of the some of the Instagram videos that came out of that. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Amazing. Oh, and, and the best part was it wasn't just of what was happening. It was, here's what Jackie thinks of what's happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's very weird. I'm like a fish out of water. It's not my world. Mm. I just always want to be at home. So on good, the couch Jack. doing other things and I'm suddenly at this ridiculous party where people are half naked. The so video <laughs> of you sitting down having a drink, just kind of rolling your eyes and pretending to Oh, that to girl talk taking like, selfies. And, and Oh, my God. Yep, because the way that Steele had framed it was it's you and it basically just a hint over your right shoulder. Yeah. Is this girl standing there kind of, yeah, She was selfies. there for... At least 40 minutes. Like you got two minutes of video. But then I became obsessed with her because someone, when he posted that, someone posted a screen grab. They found her because I guess they went through the hashtags of the party and found her. So then I I made them take it down because I was like, oh, I don't want to feel like I'm bullying or making fun of someone. Mm. And because it was kind of all in good fun. But I was like, oh, this, I feel bad. Like this could, I don't want to. Humiliate this girl So anyway We made them take that down And then But I still had her account And I was obsessed And I went back through She lives in Brea She's a hairdresser Yes And she's like Loves Starbucks And just like Hanging out with the girls She's at the party Because she needs to be Yeah She has like a totes hot dress She's like one of those Hashtag blessed Yeah very much Very much on the hashtag I shouldn't judge I'm sure she's very nice But she was just exactly What I thought she would be and now I'm obsessed. Like every time she posts, I'm like, oh, yes, she's posted something else. <laughs> How to Stalk by Jacqueline Howe. Exactly. <laughs> but be nice about it. Don't comment negatively. Stalk in your own time, privately. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Humans of Twitter, and I can confirm that at Jocelyn is indeed human.